okay hey everyone uh, good morning good afternoon good evening uh, wherever in the world you're listening to my podcast uh, this is a podcast about praying in tongues and this is also my very first episode um i thought it was important to talk about praying in tongues because this is something that believers don't know much about and it's one of the most powerful things in the spirit that you can learn and achieve there are many common misconceptions about speaking in tongues and this stops believers from experiencing this most powerful thing of speaking in tongues so praying in tongues is awesome and when i thought about what i wanted to share it was mostly about praying in tongues uh, so that's what this channel is about we hope that we get many more opportunities to invite people who have experienced speaking in tongues in in a major way they have seen some major breakthrough from the holy spirit when they have learned to engage the holy spirit using tongues and there's a lot i want to say on the subject so i really don't want to get ahead of myself but it's it's going to be exciting and i'm really excited to share uh these things with you for your benefit so praying in tongues is uh is a controversial topic first of all um with many um denominations denouncing the speaking of tongues as being from the devil uh, i believe nothing could be farther from the truth um speaking in tongues is from the holy spirit and it's a, a major way of engaging the holy spirit with your current situation um here's my understanding so when the holy spirit was sent to interact with mankind after the fall i remember when the lord said uh, when god said to cain my um when god said about the people that my spirit will not contend with man forever his days shall be numbered the lord is talking about his holy spirit so the holy spirit has been interacting with humans human kind uh for a very very long time ever since the advent of post eden experience so, so so we experience the holy spirit in many ways uh we with the help of the holy spirit we are able to do miracles we are able to is what we call the holy spirit with us that's what the prophets the kings the judges in the old testament they've been able to partner with the holy spirit and in this sort of a partnership they have done a lot of miracles we 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 read about moses elisha elijah samson walking in the power of the spirit so these are all cases where the holy spirit has partnered with man and for the longest time the holy spirit has always wanted to be inside man to work from the inside and because of our sinful nature where it is impossible for god to dwell inside us other than the sacrifice of christ so what the sacrifice of christ achieved is the ability of the holy spirit to enter the temple of the human body and work from inside so what we see in the old testament as a partnership between man and the holy spirit in the new testament we see as the acts of the apostles and and the works of jesus as the holy spirit working from the inside and doing the things that god wants done on this earth but not as partnership so um so in the new testament we see that the holy spirit is inside uh, the human and is able to do the things that god wants done in the in the old testament we see a partnership between the holy spirit where men and women of god have spoken by the spirit or with the help of the spirit but in the new testament we see the acts of the spirit himself whereby he is taking control he is enabling people to speak in tongues prophesy do miracles and it's the spirit doing it through uh, the person so so this is a major shift and one of the things that has fallen through the cracks over the past 2000 years that we've experienced christianity as a whole is a loss of this knowledge teaching and ability 
to speak in tongues and this has happened because of some doctrines some teachings that have limited this aspect of the working of the spirit yeah. and i believe that uh, that it's time to break this open it's time to bring it back to the church here's how I want how I want to say this the main reason why people have stopped speaking in tongues is because they have not received adequate teaching and the teaching that they have received says that speaking in tongues is it comes with the baptism of the spirit whereas we have seen with the revivals of the 1900s where tongues were experienced like in sunderland when we read about the revivals that smith wigglesworth attended this has been associated with the baptism of the spirit so when we receive teaching about the baptism of the spirit we say that we are baptized with the spirit therefore we receive the tongues but i want to clarify this that the baptismal tongues uh, is different from the other kinds of tongues and there are various other kinds of tongues that are very powerful can be experienced by the believer and the one type of tongue that i wish to focus on uh, through this podcast is is what is going to benefit you the most and this is what i really and truly believe so let's quickly recap the type of tongues or the diversities of tongues that that we've seen in the in the scriptures and so there are two types of tongues one is the known tongues and the other one is the unknown tongues known tongues is uh, the a language that we understand english french german uh, hungarian any language that we know is uh, a common language spoken across the world so known tongues then we have unknown tongues unknown tongues are languages that we do not commonly understand as a human language could be the language of angels uh, languages of the spirit that we do not understand but they definitely most certainly have meaning so again to recap known tongues and unknown tongues known tongues is easy for us to experience because if somebody who does not know german starts speaking in german we know that that person is speaking in known tongues and that is for the edification of someone else who's listening to them has is within proximity and can hear them and i uh, one of the examples of this the day of pentecost when they spoke in the various tongues of the people who were visiting jerusalem at the time so those people were able to see this as a sign and they understood what was being said and that is what led to peter gathering 3000 plus people into the body of christ right there on the advent of the holy spirit so this is an example of the baptism of the spirit with known tongues so that's the first one that's the first category of known tongues so the second is tongues for interpretation which is a gift of the spirit let us say somebody speaks in those tongues and he speaks in unknown tongues he's speaking in a language that no one in the congregation understands and now we need someone with a gift of interpretation um to interpret what what the holy spirit is trying to say to the body that's present at that time the local body now you may say why was it important for the holy spirit to speak through a tongue and you know why not just have someone prophesy the premise there being that the holy spirit needed to get the attention so tongues as a sign as a sign when someone speaks what we think is gibberish or glossolalia and then another person interprets it then we it catches our attention now we are listening versus someone who just stands up in prayer and is prophesying it's it's a little more um it's a little more difficult to take it as coming from god even if the person says this is the lord speaking you know we are we are always listening to that prophecy judging it in our own spirit and it doesn't have our attention as much as someone who we know speaks in tongues and someone who we know has a gift of interpretation so this is the second type of tongues this type of tongues is also a sign for the unbeliever so uh, this is in corinthians that when they spoke in tongues this was a sign not for believers but it was a sign for those who didn't believe 
The third type of tongues is the deep intercessional groanings, where groanings or utterings of the Spirit that are so deep that we might even say that we're talking to God. We're not really edifying the body, which is the local people who are around us, the local Christians. Uh, we're not edifying ourselves. We're not praying to the Lord, asking for something to do with ourselves. Now we're really, really talking to God about something that's on God's mind or something that's on the mind of the Spirit. Deep intercessional groanings. This is when the Spirit wants something done and He needs to use us to accomplish this. He needs to use our tongue to accomplish this. So why is tongues really important for the Spirit? We may think that the Holy Spirit is fully equipped with the power of God and has all the angels at His disposal to do what is required to be done. But ever since the creation, when God spoke things into existence, everything within existence is controlled and uh, moved by words and we being made in the image of god now with the spirit of god inside of us our words are what the holy spirit wants to use because that indicates power in the created world so when the holy spirit wants something done he uses tongues just like the devil can use tongues to curse the holy spirit wants to use our tongues to utter things that he wants to utter not necessarily with our permission but also in a way that he accomplishes what he wants to accomplish. So that's the third type of tongues. The fourth type of tongues is what I really, really want uh, to share and talk about. And that is a tongues for personal edification. Now, the tongues for personal edification is the most powerful as the way I understand it, because this is something you can do. You can wake up in the morning and just start speaking in tongues for yourself. And as believers, um, we want to edify the church. We want to edify the Holy Spirit. We want to edify the Lord. We want to interpret. And we want to give signs uh, for unbelievers. But most importantly, we want to develop ourselves, building ourselves up on our most holy faith. This is what Tongues for Personal Edification stands for. And here's where I want to really empower you. You really don't need to confirm if you have the baptism in order to speak in tongues for personal edification. Okay, so tongues for personal edification. Most people are confused about tongues for personal edification because they think that the way you speak in tongues is because of the baptism. So they're asking themselves, am I baptized? Am I not baptized? That person's baptized. They speak in tongues, but they keep repeating themselves a lot as well. So, so to overcome this idea of am I baptized? The answer is simple. Just start speaking. It's just like prayer. You, you don't know if you're going to get all the answers and that's fine. We pray morning, evening, night. We pray the Lord's Prayer. We pray all kinds of prayers. We get answers for some and we do not seem to get answers for other prayers. So just like that, when you speak in tongues, think of tongues as words that you utter that you do not understand, but you believe that these are coming from your born again spirit. And this is what makes tongues ever so powerful because they are words that you do not understand. So there are prayers that you pray with your understanding. For example, I'm praying, dear Lord, help me have a better job. Help my children to uh, do their studies well. So this is what I understand. But if I'm going to believe the Holy Spirit inside of me wants to say things that I do not understand and things that are beyond my understanding, which are like the things of God, then I've got to believe that the words coming out of my mouth, the sounds that my tongue is producing, are sounds that the Holy Spirit wants to produce so that he can pull together all the resources and things required to deliver what my born-again spirit 
wants to say in this particular case that I'm believing for. So, for example, if I was to start off to say, Se irke ala onundu su irke ramanaha sutukuru idikitanamu sushitikinamase, my mind says, What are you talking about? This does not make any sense. And suddenly the enemy starts attacking my mind and saying that this is stupid. This is of the devil because I do not understand it. And therefore, the mind becomes the God that wants to control your prayers. This is not the mind of the spirit. This is the human mind that wants in on God's plans. This is the human mind that wants to say, I want to know what's, what you're going to do, Lord, before you do it. I want to understand that this is the prayer I prayed. And therefore, an answer to that prayer is the answer you sent. But the Lord does not want to operate like that. It's not how the Holy Spirit wants to operate. The Holy Spirit wants to do what he wants to do. Let me say this again. The Holy Spirit wants to do what he wants to do through the believer without your permission. And if that is something that is difficult for you to wrap your head around, take a minute to not think about it. Because the, we know that when we think about something, we don't do that thing. If I want to jump off a 20-foot cliff, I don't jump off the cliff because I want to think about it. I want to think... What am I going to lose? Am I going to lose an arm, a leg? Uh, what's going to happen? And in such cases, most of us know we do not make that leap. And But faith is a leap. It is about doing things without having to use your mind and just believing that the Lord who told you to do something asked you to do it by faith. Now, you might say, but that's what the Lord told me to do. So I had faith to do it. Speak in tongues that you don't have to have even have faith to do it. It's like a prayer. You don't even have to believe it. You just have to start off. And just like a prayer, when faith takes hold, you have you noticed that when you start praying, you may start off really slow. Dear Lord, uh, and uh, bless uncle, bless auntie, bless mom, bless dad. You know, you start off really slow and with your understanding. But then you reach a crescendo. You reach a point where you begin to say, imagine, feel things that you didn't know it was you praying. Similarly, you may just start speaking in tongues and that just might sound like gibberish to you. But I promise you that there is going to be a time when the spirit takes hold of that tongue. The spirit comes in through from inside of you. And this is scriptural. The scripture says stir up the gift that is inside of you. So we're stirring it up. We're praying that prayer. And before we know it, the seventh time around, just like when Elijah was waiting for that rain cloud to come up for the seventh time around. And he said, there's a tiny little cloud, the size of a man's fist. Elijah is then rises up and says, the big storm is here. So the point being that when you start in, in speaking in tongues, you will encounter your own unbelief. You will encounter the very thoughts in your own head that convince you. And that is the fight. That is the battlefield of the mind, as Joyce Meyer says. That is the battle you need to fight and overcome and say, it is not even a battle. I mean, it's just like telling your thoughts to shoo off, get lost. I'm going to do this anyway. And that's the stance that faith takes. So thank you so much for listening to my opening podcast about speaking in tongues. I looked really hard to see are there other podcasts or other people talking about speaking in tongues and I didn't find anyone talking about this topic and I feel that this is something that is missing and that we can really pick up and revive. So I look forward to connecting with you on my other podcasts, my subsequent podcasts and thank you so much for listening uh, and encouraging 
the body of Christ, wherever you might be, wherever you're listening to the sound of my voice, just go ahead and speak in tongues because this is the need of the hour. This is what is going to translate your divine destiny. And on the next episode, I'm going to talk about how speaking in tongues is going to unlock, download and unlock and unzip your divine destiny into your life. So stay tuned, um, subscribe to this channel so you can keep getting uh, the podcast as and when they're uploaded. God bless you. And I want to pray for you right now. Thank you, Father, that anyone who's listening to my voice knows that this is you speaking through me and that whatever I say, the things that you want to speak to them, you can confirm it within their spirit because we all have the same spirit and we all those who are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So we have the same spirit. We have your understanding with us, Lord. I pray that you reinforce it and that you would uh, bring people into obedience and the fullness of your kingdom, Father. And that we are not subject to the prince of this world and the kingdoms of this world, but we are subject to your kingdom, your abundance, Lord. And at a time when people are running helter-skelter, uh, unsure of what outcomes uh, are going to happen to them, that, Lord, your plans and divine destinies are much more powerful than any of the plans of the evil one, Father. And that your resources are so hidden and so ready for us to just just pick up and enjoy. So thank you, Abba Father, for your love in our life. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for staying inside of us. And thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice and constant communion. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. You have a great day. Bye.